Blog Talk Radio. I'm the one, you're the one. I'm the one, you're the one. I'm the one.
feeling. I want to welcome you. It's been a long time coming. Have not been in the hubbub for a long time, so I would like to say thank you for all our listeners out there. We want to let you know the chat room is open and we're waiting for you. And I just know it's going to be an exciting show with you coming and going and having so much fun. So I'm getting relaxed, as you can hear, in my new squeaky, squeaky chair. So I'm excited about this. So, um, like I said, the chat room is open, and if you would like to call, the number is 347-996-5895, and that'll be the Food Alchemy. We'll be on for the next hour unless something spontaneous happens and we just get in the groove of talking and just wonderful, wonderful conversations where that we want to continue for another hour or so. And this, I know that it's going to be amazing. So, like I said, I would like to thank you for uh, coming into our show. So, um, I am your chef host, Chef Ceci the Food Alchemist. And we have wonderful things to talk about today. So now that I'm back from my hiatus of taking a break, and as I said, go out and find yourself. That is a question we always, you know, when they say go out and find yourself. Like you remember like the Bill Cosby show where Denise was always needing to find herself like she was going to Africa to find herself. Uh, Can you hear me? Going to Africa to find herself. Or you hear about LL Cool J going to Africa and finding himself. Or Oprah going to India and finding these gurus to find herself. Or all these people going to find themselves. And what they don't realize, they don't need to find themselves. All they need to do is take a deep meditation. Some people, and some people need to be guided. Some people need to have hypnosis done for them to really resolve. Some people need to get uh, maybe past life regression, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's very uh, hard for us to situate how to find yourself. What do you do in terms or not even terms of what method do you find to find yourself? Who are you? That is a question. Not what you do, but who are you really? Are you the chef? Are you a mother? There are titles, but who are you? And that comes in a little bit more that we're not used to. We're used to saying, you know, hi. Like I say, hi, I'm Chef Ceci the Food Alchemist. Oh, that's just the title of what you do, but who are you and what are you? And what is your intention? Back in the day, we used to have names to live up to and who we are. And somewhere during the line, we've gotten out of who we are and we just label these energetic beings being our children with names. Some of them too heavy to carry because we don't come amongst ourselves. Back in the day, they had naming ceremonies. They would come and they would sit down and they would meditate. They would go to the lodge. They would do the sweating for each child because child is a gift that is born into life with different energetic uh, energies to be passed on for each generation. So you say, well, what is that? You know, how does that work? You know, how did they know? The spirituals, like the elders would get together and they would just go into trances and fast and talk and work with the parents. Now we've gotten so much today is that we just name them, ching, a 
okay, oh, I'm going to name my baby Ching. What does Ching really mean? Oh, I'm going to name my baby LaQuisha. What does LaQuisha really mean? What energy does that name have? What energy does your name have? You know, so that's why some of the spiritualist gurus or spiritualists actually change their name to match the vibration. So that's something that I want to talk about today. What does your name mean to you and how much energy does your name have? Do you know about your birthday and the power that it has? Not only in zodiac sign, but in astrology, cosmetology, cosmology type terms, not cosmetology, but cosmology type terms. How much a powerful imprint we need to be and share. How powerful is that? So I'm going to ask you again, who are you? What does your name represent and does it match? What is your birthday and what energy does it hold? And again, does it match? What energy would you like to hold? And you can change it. You get together and you can have a naming ceremony and you can make it legal where everything on every document has a presence energy that when they come across that name, your name, not only it stands out, it stands out and shows you, okay, this person's of this being that they're not going to pass your name by. It holds energy for when you're going for jobs, holds your energy when you're going to apply for a house, credit cards, all of this. These names have energy, and they're set from our DNA and the energy that it holds. Jane, Tom, Dick, they have energy as well. Well, you read, you know, back in the day when I was learning to read, things like, you know, books like See Jane Run, Dick, See Jane Dick Run, you know, Jane. The plain name of every is what is known as the American name. But no, it's not really just the American name. So it came from the name Jeanette, you know, and it goes on beyond. It goes beyond. So define your name. Define who you are. And does that energy reside or make it great for you? If not, fix it. What do you want to be known as? What do you want your child? If you give your child a beautiful name, is this child going to be able to hold up to this name and this energy? Did you meditate before you named this child? Nine times out of ten, nine of us don't. We just name our children because that's what we feel. We look, we search, yeah, we go through the name books. But what energy does that name say? I know you're like, she's beating us in dead horse because I want you to understand the importance that we place on these beings coming here with the power and they're given the proper tools. Their name being one, two, to know their birthday. You know what I mean? Know their birthday. That is a signature, and it should be very private. Like, you know, we get numerology readings and stuff like that. Be careful with your signature um, because that is your signature in the universe, and it represents a, um, a energy detached with it, a what I like to call alchemy uh, enhancement or energetic chain of power. That we have, it's linked with us It's like a web, like we are, I see us as webs And we have different webbings and different tunnels And different neurons And they're just flirking through these webs And as they're flirking out 
into the universe. There's a line that's directly linked to your name, is a line directly linked to your birthday, and they hold these energy, and they're your strongest links. Then it's your spiritual energy, which is the love cord that you're coming to the world with that is very thick, and it's spiral, and it comes from where you think above your solar plex, your life form giving energy as well as your penile gland. So these are things that are very important for us to get because as we come out of the womb, we lose the connection to the universal secrets of our penile gland and our solar plex. And we come bombarded with this heavy energy of um, the everyday world. And then we're slowly deprogrammed and reprogrammed into this this 3D dimension that we're in right now, or 4D dimension um, right now. So let's go outside of things and let's think out of the box. If you know that you're a more than that, do you realize that you have so many different chakras in your body. Do you know what each chakra represents in which dimension? Do you realize what it holds and what the key is for its your energy that flows through you? You know, what vibrates through you? Do you hear sound and does it vibrate through your body? As a child um, being born, they're born with a certain energetic um, vibration that they hear that actually tunes in. We all are, but some when they're so close to the womb, they hear it, they recognize it. It turns that pineal gland up a notch. That's why some children that are listening to certain musics, brain stimulation just goes and expands, and they're able to function. Some children are born just aware, consciously aware, or consciously knowing. So... My thing is, let's, again, who are you? Do you know your tune that you vibrate to? What tone do you vibrate to? What color frequency does your body respond to? And I mean frequency because colors are frequencies. There's different codes. Everything has numbers and letters and stuff in this universe. They're made of codes. Your being is made of codes in your body. Do you know your code? Do you know your DNA code? Do you know if something's out of line, something's missing, and how to fix it? You know, there is a reason why um, I think alchemy was scared of back in the day. Um, But now it's becoming to the forefront of all things that we do and that it represents a lot of the things that we are. Um, and some of us are not so scared, you know, you know, about the witch's trial and all of that stuff, the unknown and the, the battle of the male and the female, that is not what we are. You know, we are all one and united. And I would like to get to you and talk to you about some of the things that was up for discussion, uh, about this thing of, um, being vegetarian and vegan, you know, that's a big, you know, like a big, big, big uh, subject for me. Like people go, well, you know, 
you really need to be vegan to actually get an enlightenment. You really need to fast and do juice to get enlightenment. Um, and my thing is, no, you don't. Who told you that bunch of crap? Everybody bounces to a different frequency. So what do you do when you're taught or you're heard or you uh, see that these are what people are doing and saying? So tell me, what do you do? How do you say, no, that's that's not true? Um, I need to figure out what's for me. Uh, how do I make this so? How do you make it so? Hmm. What does your body crave? That's the first thing. Are you taking your proper vitamins? That's the other thing. Are you eating appropriately? That's another thing. Are you drinking adequate water? That's another thing. Are you sleeping properly? That's another thing. Are you connecting properly? That means with yourself. Are you meditating? Are you guiding? Are you exercising? Are you doing anything different to your world? Tell me. What is so different about your world that's making it come to the forefront? You know, are you doing anything? Does it it behoove you to be different? Does it? I just want to know. So, you know, these are my questions I ask. You know, so I have to, I've been working on this with uh, my, my, my courses and study. And I just said, I don't understand. Is it is it to be? Do we really need to go that way to get the enlightenment or to get the more connection, the more spirituality? And the question is no, you don't. But if you want to fast, you can fast for a little bit and understand where you're going by the foods that you do eat that incorporate. So you do it for a little while. It doesn't mean you dull your senses. You can always be open. You can always search. You can always learn. So I just, you know, wanted people to know. There is so many things that we can do that we're scared of. And it doesn't mean that you have to change your diet. Maybe just for a little bit to get, maybe, you know what? Our bodies actually have different functions for us to learn and also to be open. And sometimes they get clogged and they cause different ailments. But that also is caused by emotional things that are going on in our life. I mean, it's so varied. So things is going on. No individual's DNA imprint code is alike. No one. Everyone has a different DNA code and DNA imprint. It's totally different. So, you know, I I know I'm giving you a lot of earful, but I just want to take one minute of just you breathing in everything I say and find out if this is true for you or not. So here we go.
And this show, Chef Sassy, the Food Alchemist, on a Sunday is brought to you by Food Alchemy Commercial and Products. Welcome. We have a beautiful selection for your mind, body, and soul. We have the Alchemy Food Line created by none other than Sessie Food Alchemist. Our Kava Kava Bliss Balls, a Valerian Brownie that are sugar free, gluten free, that are wonderful. The Valerian Brownie will help you relax. The Kava Kava has been known in Hawaii to take away the praying and balance you out and help you reach euphoria. These are made with all natural ingredients, nothing that nature has not provided. Not man-made, only man-made and nurturing loving by the hands of our one and only Chef Sessie Food Alchemist. Then we have another alchemy line of healing products from tooth power to pliage your teeth. Also, healing, powerful mouthwash to keep you in balance. Facial cleansers, clays made out of organic clays. For healing and pulling out toxins. Also for nurturing your body system and putting in nutrients that you need. As well as toners that were made of all natural products to lighten, brighten, and make your skin give a thing of gloriness of being your skin. We also have all natural shampoo and conditioner that also sends a tingle from the inside and out and when you feel nothing but least if you need to oil your scalps offer another product of conditioner that is made for all natural hair that you can use to oil the scalp and function then we have our essential herb blend oils and body creams that you want your body to just enjoy and love and nourish and get the healing from. We offer these in a wide selection, custom blends, as well as esoteric candles with seals of Moses and whatever your faith may be to open the doorways of your heart, your mind, body, spirit, and soul. We want to offer you that selection. So we would like you to go to the Food Alchemist website, www.thefoodalchemist.us. That is the Food Alchemist. Put in your request and see how we can help you nourish your body. If you have any questions, you can call 480-253-9407. And when you have, you'll get a response in 24 24 to 48 hours after sending the email. 
we want you to have a blessed and nurturing of your soul with our products. So we say namaste. Mur. Ashe. Ashe. Asheyo. Aho. And blessings of love, peace, light, and harmony with our products. That's what they sing to your body, mind, and soul. Be sure to run out and get that product. Blessings to you. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that helped you as well as helped me, um, you know, get things together. Um, so I thought I will do that. Let you know exactly where I'm coming from So like I said We have a lot to cover Like we're talking about names and things And if you want to like I said Be part of this You can always call 347-996-5895 That number again is 347-996-5895 We're willing to take any calls You can raise your hand if you have any questions And let us know I'm just in all of all the things That uh, we're learning and doing Oh, so that is just amazing. I just want you to be blessed and just have a a wonderful time, ladies and gentlemen. Just have a wonderful time. Enjoy being you. Know who you are and just do not let anyone or anything, uh, you know, hinder where you want to be. Don't. It wouldn't be good for you. You know, so... That's what I have to say about a lot of things that are going on in the world, like our name and our vibrations and saying, um, you know, when I do you know your vibration, what vibration you vibrate to and what effect it has on your body and what note uh, that it does and has an attachment to, do you? You know, that's my question I ask different people. Uh, so I do have um, some people on the line, and I just want to see um, if they have anything to say. I'm going to go to caller 443. I'll go to caller 951 in a minute. Hello, my dear. How are you? So, I'm doing pretty good, Seth. How are you doing? I'm good. So I have a question for you. Sure. Do you know what vibration you vibrate to? Um. I have a I have a idea, but uh, it, it wasn't something that I ever gave thought. But I I will say that um, that the information that you definitely provided about names, I've always um, I think after I found out what Adolf Hitler's name was, and <laughs> the <laughs> I, I mean you know the story, you know. After I found out the vibration of his name and what that you know what that what the name actually meant. You know, I I became cognizant of uh, cognizant of that, and uh, I did do research on my name, and um, I was able to find the meaning of my first and uh, first and middle name, which uh, is uh, uh, on the pledge that that God is merciful, and and the last name is a city in Georgia, but I I haven't been able to unmute the unmute that. So I I do find what you have to say very interesting, very you know up my alley. So, um, but I 
if you were asking on um, as far as numerology is concerned, um, I, I know that I'm a double nine there, and I've been given information about um, my life purpose uh, in, in regards to those numbers, and I find that there's a lot of it that uh, uh, a lot of it that tends to be very accurate, um, but. I guess, and if you were to ask me what, you know, like the megahertz of the number that I I try to attain, I would say anything above 500. That's 500, what is it? 528, I believe it is. You know, right. 528. Yeah, it's supposed to be the vibration of love. So I, I try to operate under that now. I'm not saying that I always succeed because, you know, I do have my challenges, but, you know, I, I do I do make a conscious effort to to do that. So I'm not quite sure if I answered your question, Seth, or you got a little bit more than what you were expecting. <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's all good. You know, I just no. The thing is, like, um, you know about vibrational because you actually uh, do. Um, you actually had a. Um, what we call a, a singing bowl, mm-hmm. and they have different vibrations. I was in a shop here, and I was talking to the different gentlemen, and I was saying that they speak to different chakras, and mm-hmm. it happens to be that one of my singing bowls that I've had for a while was broken by a little boy that was here. Not mm-hmm. by on purpose, by accident. He kicked it, and it rang, and this is a metal bowl. And that let me know, um, he's, he's, he's a baby, how much energy we come as in this world as and mm. what energy he was vibrating at. And that got me thinking and started doing research on a lot of things, uh, especially about that. So I went in, getting back, I went into mm-hmm. the shop to replace that, and I was astonished, not only the, the colors that I had uh, for the thing that they actually matched the different chakras that we have. But mm-hmm. they were talking to that different chakras. And what I do for therapy is basically take a bowl and go up and down the chakra, and the person can actually feel the healing or what they vibrate to. And your body will mm-hmm. actually do a singing sensation in that different chakra. And if it's off balance, it won't. you won't feel anything. Could you imagine mm-hmm. your uh, your solar plex, your base chakra, your root chakra being thrown off? Do you know how many spirals or webs, as I like to call them, are just disengaged? Um, so, I, I, I've had that experience, and let me tell you, it's not it's not pleasant. Um, <laughs> uh, because I, I think the the last time I had that experience, and the, the, when that experience was really bad, um, I had a medical procedure that threw things out of whack, and and I just what I remember the feeling was that I was disconnected from from my waist down. So mm. it, believe me, it's, it's not it's not a pleasant feeling. You, Feel what you literally felt like you out literally felt like I was walking around cut in half, and then you know um, after after that experience I started 
I've started doing a number of things in order to get things going and to to open myself up. I and during this time, you know, that started my that started my metaphysical journey. Um, and I started looking for other alternatives other than allopathic medicine. So, um, and then when I found some healers um, and they worked on me, I I actually felt like whole, oh, like whoa. <laughs> Um, I, I was definitely sold, and, and I actually felt connected, and then that just opened up a whole different, you know, path for me. So, so, but yeah, it, it's an yeah, I, I, I can imagine it because I've already experienced it. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to have that experience at at all. It's it's not a very pleasant feeling. Oh, trust me. Yeah, I was just watching the gentleman as he was doing it, and the one lady didn't, you know, really have a clue what was going on. And I felt bad for her because she didn't um, realize that her her root chakra was off. And it was okay, Mm -hmm. and the guy just, you know, was telling her about the bowls. And she looked at me, and she was like, well, why are you here? I said, I'm here to replace a bowl. But now my, at the time, my guys are telling me that, that that was not the bowl. I needed another bowl. That's why. And who knew that, okay, thanks to this little one that came in that vibrates with, you know, such powerful energy. Because when they're young, their energetic field is very strong and very powerful, and they can actually connect and know. They could feel the energy of the, the secrets of the world. So, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I, I equivalent the children to that are coming in now, that they're able to connect faster than we've ever thought to connect with the universe and know the universal secrets because they've mm-hmm. been there and they're like, okay, they've just descended. So sometimes you got to sit back and there was like an argument about, um, uh, there was an argument about uh, another thing, about, a child being thought of as a guru or being followed. But they come in here knowing. You know what I mean? So there's all different kinds of arguments out there. And the thing is, like I tell people, stop arguing. Let's get together and be united, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's more harmonious. And we're born of love and we're born of uni. I like to call it uni. U-N-I. Uni. It's like it's a one. Because that's what we're born from. We're born from one. And everything, either we know it or not, we're connected to. And for everything, there's opposite. And of that opposite, you need to learn the opposite so you can stay in the one that you want to be, whether it's light or darkness. So what do you know about darkness? Does darkness help you or does darkness really hurt you? Um, I think that – I think that – when I think that all of us have that that balance that we that we work with, and I find that if you're talking about a person's own personal darkness, when I what I found was that when a person works against that, um, it 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 tends to you know it's like an internal rejection of oneself, so. When you start looking at that part of yourself that you feel that is unpleasant, and I, I truly don't think of it as dark as much as I think of it as 
the part of yourself that that is looking to be loved uh, regardless of of its flaws and imperfections. And I, I think that people wind up judging themselves a great deal. But when you're rejecting that part of yourself that you feel is flawed, it, it tends to, well, what is it, um, what you resist persists, and it becomes bigger, bigger, bigger until, until you know, you know, you either have to, it either takes over or you have to yield to accepting and embracing that part. And then when you accept, accept and embrace the part of yourself that you feel is not all that attractive, you find that um, there is this, there it, it, it almost works as your advocate because that part of yourself was just looking to be accepted in the first place. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. I get it. See the see the thing is everybody's like versus dark darkness is versus light. And my mm-hmm. thing is, what is light? Without light you without light you have to have dark. Without dark mm-hmm. there's no light. So there has to be a balance and it has to be creative. Without you know, like they said bad versus evil. There's no such thing. Really what makes things bad? You know, what makes things good? So it, it gets me, I question a lot. So I'm over here like <laughs> constantly like, what the heck? You know, so I'm making a lot of inquiries. So maybe I'm stirring a lot of stuff up here, you know, and it's making people go, hmm, and some people go, dang, on. Um, mm-hmm. What is it, uh, you know, I need to do? You know, like, well, me and you discussed about going through the diet change. Like I was saying, you know, what makes uh, a vegan diet, a raw diet, a vegetarian diet bad versus meat? Okay, now let's clean this up. If you raise the meat in conscientious terms, okay, and that you use every resource back in the day like our ancestors did, does that not make a person, does that make a person because they eat meat not spiritual? Because we have some great people out here. Like I said, Paul, Paul Leon Masters. Um, Gandhi was a, a vegetarian. But uh, there's a couple of other ones I was trying to think at my head of other people that eat me. Uh, Dr. Mitchell Gibson. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They go on a fast, but does that make their spirituality um, um, well that block our spirituality and growth. And they were saying, well, there's one way to go. No, there's not one way to go. Are we one mm-hmm. way of reaching the, what I call the universal God? Is there only one way to reach a universal God? I think not. So mm-hmm. why is there only one way to eat that you've got to do it this way? Um, you know what I mean? So we have so many labels, but these labels basically are just another form of separatism. You, yeah. Am I making yeah. sense? Yes, you are. You know, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. You know, like United States versus Canada, the Canada versus uh, New Zealand and America and London and UK and all of these, they're all against, you see, versus. So that's the energy that the media, or like I call, I call them the image controller wants to put out. We're versus each other. 
Mm-hmm. That's not we're not averse to each other. We should be for each other. You know what? Kudos, God, you got this. And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with uh, um nothing wrong with competing. And in order to win and be grateful with you win, you got to be ordered to be willing enough to lose. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you can lose. So when you lose, what does that do? That builds that energy for you to try more and harder and get better. So in order sometimes, do you know the greatest success of the people that are rich have many, many failures? And you never hear about the failures. You hear all about the buildup, and they think, oh, they've been rich overnight. No. How many failures have they had? Several. Right. You know, so yeah, several. I, mm-hmm. I get tired of glorified this and this is the way it is. How many, you know, things are always changing. Diets are always changing. Food is always changing. Food is not the same back in the 1950s. Oh, whoa, whoa, let's go even back. The food was different in the 1900 than it was in the 1950s. And then again in the 2000s. So our food chain has changed and become here where we were more industrial. So mm-hmm. even the air has changed from the 1900s or and whenever Christopher Columbus put his butt on a boat and pretend to discover America, which he did not. America was here before he discovered anything. He was mm-hmm. just just in the mindset of the world being flat. But that's another day and another story. <laughs> like I said, I got some issues for you, so if y'all ready, just put your hats on because you haven't seen anything yet. So that's what this is about. You know, who? how dare, you know, and this is what bothers me even today. How dare we go in somebody else's country and tell them how they should be? Who the hell is United States? Who made them judge and jury? Again, that's my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. How dare somebody come in there and tell them, oh, you're a bunch of heathens, and this is it. And the same mm-hmm. prosecution that they were running from to come to America, the Puritans have put on everybody else. Oh, my goodness, I think I'm going to <laughs> I'm just telling you, some mm-hmm. of us need to go through a lot of things. Like, do we recognize the beings that we are? Do we know mm-hmm. who we will come from? So, so, again, it gets back to, who are you? And when your parents named you, what were they thinking? You know what you mean when they thought of you, what were you thinking of? Um, what When I made my boy? Yeah, you or your mother. You know, do you know what she was thinking of? Did you ask her why she gave you the name you gave? She gave you. Um. Yes. She. Yes, she did. Um. It, it was actually supposed to be something else before it became Arlene. Um, oh. But, <laughs> yeah. And does the name was, that you wanted to be vibe would vibrate with you? You think? Did you check into uh, that? I I have been able to find the meaning of what the original name is. Um, oh. I, I've been. I believe me. I've 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 looked, and I'm still I'm still looking. I'm still looking. Um, but I wasn't. I was unable to find it. But from my understanding, the the people the people who were, um, who were around her had a had difficulty pronouncing the name. 
So she changed that to Arlene. And it was there were there were two other I mean, there it was there was the one that she she told me that she was gonna name me and then I there was one time that I was going to be named after my great grandmother. She she talked to talked to her about it but um Oh well, that that that's a story for another day. But there there was some there was a little bit of drama behind behind that. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah. don't trust me. I've, I, I, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I was named something else the day I was born, and then my name was changed a couple of days before I got in the hospital, and then my name was changed again. So my name has actually been changed three times in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Because it was a different vibration. Um, and the first the first name I was being named after someone, and they didn't like it, um, and it was a great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. So they changed it, and they changed it to something else, and I was named after a, a cousin. No, I was named at first. It was at, The cousin was named after a character on The Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. Okay. My name became that name for that moment, and then my name was changed again. Okay, so I've had three changes in my life as a baby. Can you imagine the universe is like, oh, all kind of screwed up. Oh, wait a minute, this is the cold. This is what she was born as. Oh, but we need to change it again. You know what? We need to change it again because, honey, I hate to see the webs of the name change back in the day because when I look at it, it looks like a little ball. You know, if you can see, um, okay, I know people are like, what is she talking about? Your codings have different webs and different codes and different uh, links, um, energetic links of what you see. And some of them can be small knots where there's disconnection or disruption or uh, something not right. Mm-hmm. And um, there is a knot there. There's a big old knot sitting there because they were confused. So you have to heal that knot of their confusion that they put on you that you were born with. But it's all good. (laughs) Now that I'm older, I'm looking, do I have affinity um, and connection with the name that I resonate with? On some days I do, and that means that I really, Sicily, Sicily, really, which does mean Sicily, is Sicily. And Italy is Sicilian. And mm-hmm. guess where I want to be? I want to go back home. And okay. Greece. Another name is part of Greece. Okay, again, I want to go back home. Does that not say that? It says I want to go back home. These names represent that. And the last name, the angel. Okay, well, now. I'm part of a Mediterranean. The Mediterranean angel wants to go back home. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, you know, I, I was putting this together, and as I said, names have such with you. And I was saying to people, why am I not comfortable here in America? And I'm trying to figure just trying to figure that out. And when I sat down I sat in looking at the and all of the things that's going on with my body, I'm like 
Okay, now I know why I like fish more than anything else. Now I know why I love olive oil. Now I know why I love lemons. Now I know why I like certain herbs. Certain herbs and plants are um are your your sacred plants that you're born with. We're all born born with a botanical plant for healing and to be aid in our body. All of us. You just need to know mm-hmm. who, what it is because it'll help you heal. Well, me, I put aloe. And I didn't realize, I was like, aloe is so, so good, it's so good. Well, unfortunately for me, aloe dries everything out in my body and makes me itch. Mm. That's not the plant for me. If I'm going to eat something that is not right for my body, I've got to drink so much water to flush it out. I mean, I'm, you know I'm very sensitive to a lot of stuff. Most people are not. So I have to be careful. And I didn't think about that. Why do I not um, like the clothes I wear? You know, why does this feel comfortable? Why does this not feel comfortable? What do I need to do? These are all things associated with your name, with your DNA code, and where you're going in life. You know, like I said, I had to flip it. I want to keep research and research, you know, like, well, the raw diet works for me. I can lose a lot of weight being raw. I can lose a lot of weight being uh, vegan. Okay, totally. But I don't eat a lot. Being that when I am eating or consuming meat, I eat a lot less, but I gain a lot of weight. And I couldn't figure out that, so I had to figure out my chemistry. Again, going to the name. Everything's about the blasted name and the DNA coding. Okay, on one aspect, a person says, Sessie, your blood type. What's your blood? My blood type, basically, I'm supposed to be eating. I can eat anything on the earth. That's how strong my blood type is. I can eat anything on the earth and not supposed to have an allergic reaction for my blood type. So I had to do more research. So, you know, it just makes me look at a lot of things that I um been thinking about and what I need to do. You know, you can't. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, this is just so disgusting. Well, oh wow, I'm I'm reading in more than one about what's going on. So it's so sad that um, we're not educated like this. Do you know they've been doing this for so long about our names that? Um, that we're just now getting to it now, but because we're so pure, um, um, here on the soil that on the Western Hemisphere that we've lost a lot. I am so sorry. I'm I'm having a little bit of drama over here. It's oh, a little I can bit. Have... Oh, it's all good, Carol. It's all good. Trust me. 
I'm like, I'm just surprised. We, wow, spent a lot of time on my topic that just came out of <laughs> that. You know, so I'm I'm very proud of that. So I'm hoping, you know, people will get this, and if they have questions, that they will, you know, ask me questions about that. As I said, you know, do you? Okay, now I have a question. Why did you name your children what you named them? You don't have to say their name, but why did you name your children what you named them? Um, uh, actually, actually, with my firstborn, um, the the family was consulted. And they did actually, they did actually go through a process of. I uh, excuse me. They did actually go through a, a baby naming process before he was even born. Um, my second born, <laughs> he was supposed to be a girl. <laughs> and okay. And I uh, we had we had the girl name and um it was the the name the the girl name was something that I had you know, that I had picked I, I had picked out um I had picked out specifically and I really I will say that I really did not I, I didn't this was before the time that I actually looked at the vibration of the name but it was the name that I felt that really resonated, and so that was the reason why I came. Uh, that was how I came up with the name. But lo and behold, when he popped out, and it turned out that he was a boy, um, I, uh, you know, the the it was almost as if okay, so what did we name this child? And there were there were like several names that I was that that had come across my mind, and. And I I would mention them to you know I, I would mention them to the person I was married to at the time, and and he would say no 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 no, and then finally I came up with the name, and and uh, you know and anyway he says well let me think about it, but uh, as I was looking at him, um, and I was. As I was holding him and looking at him, I was like, "That that's your name, you know." I I don't know if you, you know his dad may, you know, what, regardless of whatever his dad may say, that's your name, and so that was <laughs> that was how I came up with my second boy's name, you know, uh, while looking at him and really just getting a feel for him. Um, I, I came up with his uh, came up with his name, and then the family. The the thing is, is that the family came. The the family was consulted for the rest of his name, and and um, and so the there is the there is a person that he's named after within their culture, and then there's the family. There is a family name which is a part of the middle name. And then the last the the last name, which is again another family name, but uh, I, I could try to get into the explanation of it. But the the last name um, it was in specific regards to the um, to the I guess you could say great grandfathers. The great grandfathers, uh, even though they all had the same father, they all have different last names. Yeah. Yeah, it's a spiritual thing. 
Yeah, it, it's a it's a spiritual thing. They 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 truly believe that um, children when they come into the you know children when they come into the world, um, they keep cycling into a person's family, um, and and so. Um, they may even be named after person, as someone who is even or who is even still alive. But the the feeling is is that uh, that that you know these people wind up reappearing um, in or incarnating within the within the same family. So the like I guess you could say he has two middle names. So the first part of his middle name is actually. Um, the name of somebody else who or who has preceded him. I think that person had actually passed or had actually crossed over, and so they gave him that name. So, so yes, you know there was there there was you know with with both my sons there was some uh, consulting going on, but as far as uh, you know, the only exception is my second born with the the first name I. I came up with that part, and then the family came up with the rest. Okay. Mhm. Now, with my daughter, same thing happened to her. I was going to name. I had this all this name put out. Her name was supposed to be international name. Her name was supposed to be Marguerite Aisha Kalialani. Um, okay. And they represent uh, Kalialani means flowers, and bringing flowers are. Uh, bringing flowers uh, into beauty, and it was a Hawaiian name. Came from my girlfriend that was from Hawaii when I was pregnant. And I was Californian. Aisha was a name that I thought would be beautiful. Um, Margarita was um, a girl that I knew, and she was just beautiful and reminds me of Rita. So I thought it would have a flair. And it all changed when I get a phone call from my mother-in-law. And that was, you can't name her that. And I was like, why? Because the person, um, she had another grandmother saying, so that had me in a spin. So then I decided her name was going to be my Isha means teacher. And her name was Aisha Joy for a little bit. And then I changed her name again to represent everything that she was in the fabric. And I did do some consulting when I changed her name. Um, Mm -hmm. Why she has the name she has now. But I thought about those names and was like, wow, you know, I did the same thing with my daughter that I did that was done to me but I did it in you know a way that where her DNA might have a little bit of bubble mine is like Mm -hmm. a little jumble of a straw like you know you see a yarn a ball that's where mine hers is not that big Um, but for my son I consulted the elders of my community and they named my son um, okay. Each elder got a chicken name for my child to be born, and so that is how he. I didn't even have to go through. That was done spiritually, and I wasn't what you would call very spiritual. I was one of those. Oh, let's be free. Let's let's rule the world, and oh, <laughs> kind of person. I know mm-hmm. my family was 
freaking out because I took off and just was just hopping all over the states. I was free. I only came home to have my child. The other than that, I'd have been free willy too. <laughs> oh, free willy, let the wheels go. Come on, come on, let the wheels go. And you know, uh, so when he came, he changed a lot of stuff. But the day that he was born, and the energy that he influenced is uh, is a very Force. He's a very forceful warrior. I know that he's definitely a warrior. He's a born warrior. Um, mm-hmm. So that in itself, um, my daughter, she came in with the gift of giving joy. So I know that if the child comes in with an energetic gift, um, and his is just not, his is the warrior spirit of protection. So that's what he came in as, and that's the energy. But I didn't realize that at the time. Me, I came in, I'm going to kick you. I'm going to kick your ascus now and not later. Okay. okay. That was the energy I came in as. But also I came in as a nurturing energy, a very mother's energy. But I came in a very, you know, age where I wanted to kick your ascus last, later and just say, okay, now now that I kick your ascus, now, now tell me the truth. You're scared to tell me the truth because I keep your butt up until I make you see again. So, but then that's okay too. (laughs) 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 All kidding aside, I know, I know people are like, I can't believe she said that. But um, I came in as um, an energy of a healing warrior, a very nurturing and loving warrior, and also come in as an energy to make you reveal your darkest secrets. So if you have something dark that's not within, right with you, um, it comes out from me. And I realize that, and I say thank you to the universe for that. might not seem like it at the time because I think it's a freak. But this freak just realized, wow. And I, it became a habit that I actually sat down with one of my ministers at my church at the time, and um, Logo, and I sat down to talk with him, and he told me, because I'm such a flirt. If you're a man or, you know, I don't care if you're 60 to 5 years, I'm just such a flirt. Uh, mm-hmm. And I didn't realize, you know, I'm very open, I'm very honest, and I'm going to know what I feel. And that's just the way it is. Um, my intention is not to It's natural. Now, if I don't like it and you're a man, if you're a woman, then you definitely a good person. Mm-hmm. Because I figure I got your back. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I learned that, uh, or women, that if they say something is that I am like what they call um, the Rosanite stone that they have. Um, if you want to know the truth, get that stone, and it will reveal the people that are the darkness about themselves that they've been hiding in. Feeling themselves. Let me tell you, that happened to me in a relationship, and it fell and hit the floor and broke. I only could keep one piece being in that relationship. While I was in this relationship, cracked in half. So something within me not only makes them reveal, but also know. But at the time, I was—I didn't want to admit that. I was like, no, you know. This is getting good. This is good for the moment. Close your eyes and pretend. But when reality hits you, it kicks your butt, baby. 
is a whole lot different than the way I express express it to the individuals. But I have given it, you know, I, I have been having these these, you know, seriously deep conversations with uh, my higher my higher self, and that was what was, that was what was revealed to me. That okay. it, you know, that a great like if, if people who are you know people are living um, in this state of thinking that they are undeserving and that they don't you know that nothing beautiful can come out of that. Well, that's just that's just simply not how the universe operates. You know, uh, it, it, it's it's simply not because if you were to look at the the great artists. Um, who have seriously impacted the world? They were some of them were some really what you would call in, in modern terms kind of rich people, or you know, or they and but that there is this beauty that is that is still fully impacting the world even at, you know even even after you know all after they have long since passed, and mm-hmm. and, and that. Of that uh, of that beauty is uh, that beauty is is again representing the mercy of the universal force. So yeah, I feel that I feel that that even I, I, as I go along, my my name truly represents the the message that I put forth out in the world. Mm. Cool. Well, beans. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Full beans. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I'm just wow. I'm just like really pretty cool. Oh. Okay. Well, see, we done covered up, girl. We went on overtime too. Oh gosh. <laughs> We've been in overtime for about 10 minutes. Didn't even realize it. See? That's good conversation. That's some good conversation. So, so I will give you a cloud on the flip side. And ladies and gentlemen, I want you to have a peaceful night, a happy Sunday, and a happy, happy, happy Monday to all of you people that must return and sit in front of a desk and look at people and go, oh, gosh. Not here again. I wish you luck and peace and joy. But for you, of those of you that go in and say, it's Monday and I'm here and I'm ready to work, let's rumble. Isn't that what they say for the WWF? Yes. Then it's good for you. <laughs> yeah, so let, 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 let's take it there. So I want to wish y'all a happy, happy, happy Monday. Take it in. Each day is what you make it. If you decide it's going to be a happy day to build, and don't let anyone at any time disturb you or take away your joy. You are the conductor of this ride. You, again, are the captain, the pilot of your plane. You have the control. Now I leave you now in your control of your panel, and I want to say thank you to my guest that decided to speak with me, and I know I put her on a blast, but... Being on a show, you never know. I might put on blast. I had another person, but they walked away, so I couldn't do that. So, so they were lucky because I was about to do it, 
and they walked away. So I couldn't even put a point to a commercial. So I want to say, everybody, peace out. This is the Food Alchemist. I am out. Toodles. Okay. Bye. Bye. Let's see. Ooh, how do I get out of this piece? Okay. There we go. I'm about to board my plane. Before I go, I must place my order. I must go to the website, www.betgiesbecomme.com. I must get on that website. I must order my cover cover balls. I must, I must. I must help me relax. It can't be beat. So I get in and I have to order my gluten-free, sugar-free valerian brownies that is going to help me take off on this plane so I won't be locked off. Can you understand? And for those essential needs that cannot be beat, you want the all-natural toothpaste, the mouthwash, the facial clays, the shampoos, the conditioners. They will not harm the body. They help and heal my body. So that's why I must place my order so when I get back, I will definitely not be whack. I will be in shape and on top of all that. So let's go. Let's go. I got to go.